got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but you're just not moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goal. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, business owners, producers, and creators of multi-million dollar hit shows for over 30 years, teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Your vision, should you choose to accept it, is possible. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible in three, two, one. Welcome to Vision Possible. We're so glad you're here. My name is Butch Hartman. I got Julianne Hartman here with me. Hi, Julianne. Hi. We're here to make people's vision possible. Yes, we are. But we can't do it alone. No, we can't. They've got to be involved as well. We need a visionary to make their vision possible. Yeah, so you're the visionary. You're the one who starts this whole thing. You've got a vision. You need to make it possible. Because you know what? It's it's so exciting to have a dream, to have a goal, to have uh, something that you're shooting for. It's such a great thing to wake up to and be motivated towards something. So let us help you guys get motivated. Go to our website, visionpossible.institute. We're so glad you guys checked it out before. You've been coming there. You've been filling out our coaching forms. You've leaving us comments. It's really awesome to read what you guys are writing. We're so glad we've been able to help you even a little bit. Let's get more deep into it because we want to help you make your daydream your day job. Yeah, and so you know, today we're going to talk about staying motivated. Yes. That is really, that. that's a tough one because, you know, everybody gets excited when something first gets birthed, right? <laughs> well, then, yeah, I got this great idea and your friends get all excited about it. No, you should do that. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. Then your friends all leave. Well, and also too, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you get that idea and you tell everybody and you're all excited, but then you go home and you're like, oh, wait, now I got to do something. Yeah. And so when you don't have the whole cheerleading uh, staff here at your house cheerleading you on every day, yeah. uh, you've got to make it happen yourself. Yeah. How do you how do you yeah. stay your own cheerleader? You know, I mean, uh, we can help you with that. If you haven't visited our site yet, go to visionpossible.institute. And we're uniquely qualified to help you guys because, you know, you and I both ran, um, we, we had a multi-million dollar production company. Yes. I had all these shows at Nickelodeon and we ran uh, these shows for nearly 20 years at Nickelodeon and uh, uh, other things around town that we did. And we turned our, I basically took a drawing and we turned it into a multi-million dollar empire. And so yeah, we, you know we know how to do this stuff. Yeah, you, you should explain what happened that night. When you took your little, your nap, when you drew something on a napkin. Well, it, it was an interesting story because I had already created Fairly Odd Parents for Nickelodeon. And that show was going very, very well. And I will do an entire show in the future about how I created that show. Because it really is a, I can make it a short story or a longer right. story, which is a very detailed story. But I got, a, I got a TV series on the air. For anybody out there who's ever done that, it's a massive, massive, uh, not only massive accomplishment, but it's a massive undertaking. It's a lot of work, a lot of hoops to jump through. You finally get that show on the air. Don't you hate it? Like when you watch the ABC or NBC schedule, the brand new fall shows are out and some shows are on for a week and they're gone. You know, like they don't last more than one right, show. Right. And I know exactly what those poor people are going through. It took them years to get that show on TV and then the network canceled it right away. And it's such a, and then they got to start from square one. It is gut wrenching. Anyway, Finally got uh, Fairly Odd Parents on the air, and then the heads of Nickelodeon were taking me out to dinner. I remember this. And it was like, uh, we want to take you out to dinner. I said, well, this is fantastic. I like dinner. Big fan of it. So they took me out to this really nice dinner, and they said, hey, we love Fairly Odd Parents. We want to make, we want to make 
20 more half hours, which is like two years worth of work. And uh, we want to, you know, uh, give you this bonus and blah, blah, blah. And the show's doing great. And I said, well, fantastic. Then they said the magic words, do you have anything else? And that's what's always, I mean, your people are waiting for that moment. People waiting for Creative that moment. people. Yeah, especially Hollywood people. Do you yeah. have anything else? What else do you have? And you can feel in the room right there, they were ready. They would have made anything I was going to give to them right there. So my question to you first is, number one, if that question comes up in your life, if someone says, hey, what else do you have? Or what else can you offer me? Do you have an answer for them? Gosh, if you just go, um, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Can I get back to you? Right. now, Probably aren't going to get that chance again. Right, because that moment is going to pass. That opportunity is going to pass you by. I always say great opportunities are like comets. You're going to see them very rarely. They're really cool and they're awesome, but they don't come around very often, and you're not going to see another one for a very long time. So don't ever take those opportunities and throw them aside. So fortunately... I had an answer for this man. I said, yes, I, I do have something else, and here it is. And I drew it on this napkin. It's called Danny Phantom. What do you think? He goes, great, let's make it. Just like that. Didn't have to tell him about the show. He just believed in what I did so much because I had already had some success with Fairly Odd Parents. He just believed in my idea so much. He goes, let's make it. I was like, Fantastic. That's the story everybody in Hollywood wants to hear, right. right? So now I go back to work the next day. I've got I've got a crew of 40 people. Now I've got to hire a crew of another 40 people. And the people at work were blown away like, "You wait, Butch has two shows now? What's going on?" That like it, I think it happened before somewhere, but I don't think it ever happened in our building at right. least or at least the time I was in Nickelodeon. So now I'm a guy with two shows. I've got to hire two staffs of people. And um now I've got Fairly Odd Parents going where there's a script due. I've got to record actors. I've got to have backgrounds, character design, storyboards, everything. That's Fairly Odd Parents. Now I've got to do the same thing for Danny Phantom, which is a whole different show. Right. Scripts, characters, uh, you know, backgrounds, storyboards, everything that goes into a cartoon show. Now it's times two. So are you ready for the times two, are you ready for the multiplication that's going to come and hit you? Because it will come if you're working toward it. It's going to come. Well, and think about it. So, you yes, you did want to create another show, but you were so you know immersed in Fairly Odd Parents, right. and you're being and you're a dad, and you're a husband too. You right. know, and um, so yeah, that would be a dream. But what I love is is that you always were motivated to be thinking about what the next step was. And so that's kind of been in your personality since I've known you is that you've always thought about what's next, what's next. Well, I mean, that's like in your brain. And so that's why what I'd like to suggest to you is out there visionary is what is next. Write those words down. What's next question mark and put it in your car, put it in your bathroom, put it in your kitchen, put it all over your house and keep asking yourself that question. What's next? Right. And I don't care how old you are. Because until they bury you in the ground, you are still a visionary. That's true. And so what is next? Even if your vision is to bury people in the ground. No. I mean, how how can you make that? How can you be the best barrier in the world? I mean, seriously. But think about it. It's staying motivated. You, we, we, and we all have an opportunity to lose motivation. 
And so Every like, day. like Every I said, we don't have, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got little things that we can put around our house to play music and to, you know, talk to every day, Siri and everything else. But we need, we need it to be our own cheerleader. We need to be our own motivator. Unless you have a whole motivating, you know, like a squadron, uh, yeah, squadron, you. yeah, you know, in your house, sitting there waiting to say, "Good morning, Julianne. Yeah. What are we gonna do today?" You know, yeah. so I have to wake up and say, "Good morning, Julianne. What are we doing today?" Exactly. Right, and so, like I said in previous shows, I do. I'm like the post-it queen. I just write everything down that I need to accomplish the next day. I have like the things that have to be done. Right. And then I get my other list of things that I want to do, meaning like, you know, these things actually could wait. There's no deadline for, but I mean, I need to get it done. So I have these two lists. And so I get the first one done first. And then I try to accomplish another one on the other list as I can start knocking those out and adding more too, because we're growing all the time. And, and I want you to know that you're growing all the time too. You might be sitting there feeling like really stuck and feeling like, gosh, I don't even know what's next. Like, how do I find out what's next? How do, what do I, what's on the inside of me? I'm bogged down with so many maybe problems or issues or whatever it might be of life. That's why you need to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Go to visionpossible.institute and please fill out the client form. Let's find out who you are, what's going on. We give you a free 30-minute discovery call. And in that call, we're going to talk about these things. Yeah. Why why did you take that and step? And it's free, don't forget the magic word. Yeah. Let's let's walk let's see how we can help you. And trust me, if we can't help you, We'll tell you we can't help. We will absolutely. We'll be very honest. This with is you. not about taking money from people. We don't want to waste anybody's yeah, time, guys. We're your servants. All. We want to be servants to you. Yeah. Help so, you guys out. so that's why let's get that discovery call going and let's talk about the things that you maybe are struggling with, mm-hmm. the things that maybe makes you not feel motivated, the things that make you feel like you're not a visionary. All of those things that we can help you do. So that's what that discovery call is about. So make that step. Go Go to on your phone, on your computer, whatever it is. So, how do we stay motivated? How do you stay motivated? Well, you, you motivate personally. me pretty much. You motivate me every okay, day. Okay, no, yeah. you get a Julianne Hartman in your life. Everybody. But, but you know what though? You're right. I do motivate you. You do. Well, I motivate you as well, hopefully. Yes, you do. Hopefully, I do. You know, I got a story about being motivated. Um, years ago, I was working on a, a cartoon show called Johnny Bravo. And, um, you know, when you're working in Hollywood, the, uh, show. Do the voice. Hey, baby, what's up? Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he talks, he talks like Elvis Presley, kind of. Um, should I talk like Elvis for the rest of the show? <laughs> I just keep doing this because it's kind of a sexy voice. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so. Um, but uh, Johnny Bravo, when you work on a show in Hollywood, shows end. They all end. All of them end. They all come to an end. And so you got to be prepared for that. I uh, never forget the day they laid me off for Johnny Bravo. Like, yeah, you have two weeks left and then the show's over. And it was like, wow. Uh, how do you stay motivated in a situation like that? You've got to go look for another job now. Well, yes, us, jo- me and the girls, our little mouths open. Like, like saying, we birds. need food. Yeah, we there's need only one food. girl at the time. Carly oh, yeah, was, that's yeah, true. Sophia hadn't Carly. been born yet, but yeah, Carly was here. But uh, yeah, you guys were you guys were expecting me to come home with money for food. And it's like, well, yes. okay. I'm out in the woods gathering, you know, berries and things like that. And uh, anyway, um, 
Looking for a job is always very tricky because you're putting yourself in a position where someone has to accept you, and nobody wants to do that. It's scary. It's depressing. If you don't get the first job, you get discouraged. If you're an actor in Hollywood, that's a great example because you're probably rejected 16, 17 times a day, but you're going to have to go through those 16, 17, sometimes 30, 40 rejections to get that one acceptance, and that's pretty much with everything in life. So what I did was... I turned that rejection, I turned that non-motivation, hey, you've been laid off, I created a show out of that. Because I remember the day I created Fairly Odd Parents was the day I heard I didn't have a job at Johnny Bravo anymore. So I started drawing these drawings about this character named Timmy Turner and Cosmo and Wanda. I came up with the idea for Fairly Odd Parents, not even joking, in about 15 minutes. And pitch it to a friend of mine, uh, Fred Seibert, who was over at, he'd been at Hanna-Barbera, he was a producer. He had moved to Nickelodeon, and he actually called me, like I just said earlier. He said, hey, I've got an opportunity here for you. Do you have a show idea? Right. And he had called me, <clears throat> he had called me a few months beforehand, and he said, do you want to come work on this show? And I said, I can't leave Johnny Bravo. I'm too loyal. I was loyal to Johnny Bravo. And right. I was. I'm a loyal person. You are. That's why I loyal know guy. you'll never leave me. Well, that's... <laughs> well, yes. You heard it here on the radio, everybody. Um, but I I, I, didn't, I, was like, no, I'm too loyal to Johnny Bravo. I can't leave. And I remember Fred Fred like kind of tried to woo me at the time. He goes, hey, who's your favorite band? And at the time, I loved the monkeys, believe it or not. I go, yeah, I love the monkeys. I came back from lunch. There was a monkey CD sitting on my table. Oh, my gosh. Fred had that CD right there. But that's how you get people motivated, people. Yes. Me. Give so anyway, them gifts. Six months later, I was getting laid off. I came up with Fairly Odd Parents. I called Fred. I go, hey, remember that offer you gave me? He goes, yes, I do. I said, I have this show called Fairly Odd Parents. He goes, good. I have one slot left. Why don't you come over and show it to me? So I came over, I showed it to him, and wow. I got it in there. And uh, Fairly Odd Parents was only one short cartoon at the time. And they looked at it, they liked it, but they had all these other cartoons at Nickelodeon they were going to make into series. But I wanted that series so bad, I could taste it. I kept looking at it, and I kept hanging up on my wall. I'm going to get that series. I'm going to get that series. I kept thinking about it. I kept drawing things out. I kept picturing myself in my office. I would draw pictures of myself in my office with my, my staff and everything. I kept making little vision boards for myself. What does this yes. look like if I'm a, if I'm a boss? What's it going to look like? You need to start envisioning these things, you guys. Get yourself, you know, get yourself. If you can't draw, go to Google. Get images of, of someone in front of a boardroom, and you put your picture on the front of that person's face, the CEO's face. Put your picture there and start visioning and envisioning that for yourself. You know, that's what we used to do with the girls. As a matter of fact, uh, Carly and Sophie are in the studio with us. They and, are. Yes, they are. And uh, we, we would do that. I mean, at all different stages of their life, we would do these vision boards. And it was so cute how the, the boards would change. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like all candies and bunnies. and I want and, a pony. Yeah, and uh, unicorns. And then it started changing as they got older so and Sophia, Justin Bieber, I remember when Justin Bieber hit the vision board yes, at one point yeah yeah like, so uh, Sophia give of, a little bit of explanation about like you know did you feel it was silly did you think like oh this is actually 
doing something for me. So I created vision boards and put them on my walls. And um, one of them was to become a doula and eventually become a midwife because I've been in love with the thought of delivering babies like my whole life. And it was actually really cool because once I got that board up on the wall, it wasn't but a matter of months later that I actually got my certification and became a doula. And now being 21, I've delivered three babies to date and we've got two more coming next year. And that's, that's cool. why parents like don't don't like think of them. Oh, they're only six or seven. Like start start getting them used to see to to start yeah. getting their vision out of their heart and putting it on something. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's how we are very clear with our vision is we write it down. We 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 put it on a poster board. You know you can you know I know this is an old thing, but there are magazines. Wow, there's. I'm sure I'm write that word yeah. down. Mag- There's uh, mag- I remember where our magazine stack was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> magazines where you can cut pictures out of them and stick them on your vision board. Yeah. And it's really important because if we don't write it down and it's not clear, mm-hmm. we don't have a map. We don't have that blueprint to go to to figure out what our next move is and how we're going towards that. That's why when we do um, our business acceleration growth plan, we put everything literally on your walls and meaning like we put uh, poster boards we up. force you with, to look at it. Yeah, with titles. <laughs> and then we force you to look at it. And then you write down what yeah. you want to put in each slot. And or that's, keep or lose or whatever. Right, and that's what makes it very clear for yourself. Because when the vision is clear, the results will appear. Write that down. When the vision is clear, results will appear. And what does motivation mean to you? See, I am so passionate about that that I feel like, you know, something... Oh, wait, I hear hear, hear, an alarm happening. It's time for the red tornado. I back off. I let Julianne go. You were put on this earth for a reason. You are very creative, and you were put on this earth to create. You are important. You are a big piece of the puzzle of life. If your piece is not in that puzzle, what will this life and what would this world look like? You have to decide whether you're going to pursue this vision or not. Do not put it down. Do not. You don't realize the importance of yourself. You don't realize your value. You are not a victim. You know, we. I see more people walking around with an attitude of being a victim. Yes, things might have happened to you in your life, but that doesn't mean that you have to carry the title of victim. You are a free person ready to create. Let's see you get out there and do something amazing. Wow, that's a well, the meteorologist. I, I I didn't watch the news today. I forgot about the red tornado warning. I, I'm glad I was in my cellar. Yes, I know. That's good. We're down we're in the land of Oz. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Very nice. You know, I, I no one knows. My wife has this beautiful red hair. If you go to our website, you can see her her hair. But that's why I call. I started calling you the red tornado years ago. I know because we everything would be very calm in the house. The kids would be eating breakfast, and uh, then you'd come and go. We gotta get to school. We gotta get to school. And you'd rush in out of nowhere, and the kids would be gone, and I'd be sitting there holding my cereal, and my hair would be all <laughs> up, and then like all the papers would be fluttering down, and like suddenly the red tornado came through the house. And but I girls, did we get to school on time every day? We're late to school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know what else too is that they got awards every year for never being tardy. That's true. That was my vision. But there's for a way them. to get kids to school in a much less you well. Know, do you remember the frantic way? We'll talk that about movie, that later. Forrest Gump. Yes, Forrest Gump. So I would literally run? pull up. Yeah, I would pull up, and I'd be like, "Open up the doors, go, run, girls, go!" <laughs> As the teacher was there locking the gate. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is that the Vietnam scene where there's like explosions going off? Or is that like just no, him running she goes, run, Forrest, run. Yeah, I got And I'd you. say, run, girls, run. Now, was that the best way to start their well, day? You know what, Not necessarily. You kept them motivated. That's the key. Yes. Roll, that's Car right. Dirt. It was really <laughs> Rolling them through the dirt. And that's that. And listen, these are memories that will never leave them. And they'll probably do it to their own kids as well. But anyway, but we really do, like we said, we've got to stay motivated. Motivated is the key. And you know what, guys? Don't let your vision um, get you to the point where you're completely stressed out. You know, stress is something that is completely voluntary. What do you mean it's voluntary? I mean it's voluntary. Do we all get stressed out? Of course we do. But how do you handle that stress? You guys might be going through something that might seem like it's going to be the end of the world. But have you ever noticed there's usually someone that you know that can handle the exact same thing? with zero problem. Why is that? Because that person has learned how to, tr- how to turn that obstacle into nothing. They've, that, that, that's not an obstacle to them. It doesn't stress them out anymore. You know, drama is, I guess, I guess you could say this drama is in the eye of the beholder. Like what's dramatic to you doesn't necessarily mean it's dramatic to me. I might go, ah, no big deal. But see, you know? that's what I like about having consulting, coaching, like what we offer, right. you know, with Vision Possible. Exactly. Go to the website because we offer help for you because what you might be looking at this huge, ginormous mountain in front of you, we're yeah. like, what? You're worried about that? Let us help you because, you know, even for you and I, I mean, there's been things where we're like, how are we ever going to figure this out? And then yeah. we go and we talk to somebody. Some of those things have happened pretty recently. Actually. Yeah. But then we talk to someone, <laughs> they go, oh, here's what you do. And you're like, yeah. okay, well, I guess it's all perspective, right? Yeah. In fact, you just, there was one thing the other night we were talking about, okay, we need, we have this certain issue. You and I are limited in our knowledge of this issue. Wait, wait, hold on a second. One of the people that we met over the last year of our traveling, yes. this person can help. I texted the person. Oh, yeah, I've got the perfect person for you. And they and they put me in touch with the individual that we need. Right. So it's a matter of getting out there and finding it. Believe me, there's people out there that want to help you because they want to make their visions possible as well. Perhaps they can do it through you. Right. And so that's why go to that go to that website visionpossible.institute because on there there are things that you can do without ever even talking to us you can just get the vision explosion package yep. which has so much in there the workbook the book the the teachings the, the motivational the videos, videos yeah the motivational videos mm-hmm. carly has one of her packages on there we offer so much for you so you would really really would benefit so much please take that step to do that because we might say one word that might unlock something on the inside of you that you're like, that's all I needed was that one little key to unlock that door, which now unlocks this huge yeah. uh, you know, door into now getting my vision off and if the you, ground. Right, exactly. If you've been going in one direction for quite a while and nothing seems to be uh, you know, transpiring as a result of that, like if you're, just, you're kind of beating your head against the wall, let us sit down with you. Let's look at why it's not going forward. Maybe perhaps we could point you in a different direction that just might be the key you needed, like you just said, to go down the right road. Because there's times you and I will beat our heads against the wall. It's like, what? Oh, and then, then we'll, we'll get coaching from somebody. And it's like, oh, that was the magic. That was the magic formula. We needed that answer to move on to this next thing. But staying motivated is completely up to you. 
It's completely up to you. Don't depend on people to come knocking on your door and motivate you. Hopefully they will. But you know what? If they don't, you need to motivate yourself. And uh, But it's hard to be your own cheerleader. It really is. It can be really tricky to, well, you know, to some, motivate yourself. People out there are agreeing with that. Yeah, but some people, for instance, myself, I can do that. You know why? Because you can motivate yourself. the vision that I have. You can motivate yourself. I've seen it happen. Yeah. The vision I have is so strong that I don't care. I, I have got to get it done. Like I have to do it. I have to immerse myself in this. So I will cheerlead for myself mm-hmm. so that I will have whatever I need, the tools I need, the people I need, whatever it is that I need. I won't stop. I will not give up. And that's another thing that you need to look at and let us help you with our, with, with our phone calls, with our Zoom calls, with our in-person meetings. We will help you to find out, is this really something that you're very passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about this, you probably will put it down. For example, would you say you have to motivate me ever motivate me ever to draw something? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I'm draw, drawing No. I'm constantly drawing because I love to draw, right? I'm drawing superheroes. Oh, yeah. I'm drawing comic books. I'm drawing, you know, my characters and things. You do not have to motivate me to do that because I love to do it. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If you love to do something, you will need very little motivation to do it. If you love golf, I guarantee to you you have very little problem motivating yourself to go out and golf so if you have a vision and you love it you have to love it though it's going to be very very uh easy to motivate you to do it if you love it so go to vision possible dot uh vision possible dot institute let us help you out get our coaching packages we want to be there for you guys we're your servants to help you out it's not about lifting us up it's about lifting you up so Don't forget visionpossible.institute and we will be right back.